Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year from Risa and I, Radio Boomers Live. Here we go, Risa. Uh, we are good rocking morning, 2020. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome am, to 2020. This, can you believe this? You know, I mean, how many times? It's it, it's like the novels we used to read for, for the future, you know. You'd read like 1986, and then there's something about 1990-something. Here we are in 2020 with all the new technology and everything, and you're keeping abreast of all that stuff. But, uh, wow. This is going to be an exciting year, and things are moving fast, aren't they, Reed? They're getting faster and smaller. <laughs> it's technology. true, it's true. Time moves and on, I, and things change. And, and it's time for us to move into our hot topic and get rolling here. Absolutely, it's hot topic time. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, my hot topic today are the Golden Globes. I, you know, I I'm burnt out on award shows, so I can't imagine that the the general public is still really interested in watching them. It, I mean, the the gowns are lovely, but when are any of us actually going to wear any of those gowns? I mean, some of them were flowing and. Grant you, they were beautiful, but they're expensive and. Who's going to wear these anyway? I won't go on about the clothing. But um, there weren't any real surprises, but everything was pretty spread out as far as as the awards were concerned. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood came out on top with three awards, including uh, Best Musical or Comedy, which I don't understand. If you've seen the movie, it's not really, was definitely not a musical, and it's not really a comedy. It's Quentin Tarantino. They stick him in the comedy box sometime, and I just don't understand it. But I have to admit, it's one of the Tarantino movies that I absolutely loved. But should it have been the best picture in musical or comedy? I don't know. 1917 won the best drama and best director. Uh, Fleabag in Succession each won two awards in the television category. Now, if you're like me, I've not seen most of this stuff because a lot of it's on either pay TV or cable. I'm not sure where some of it's showing because most of it I never even heard of. Um, Aquafina is the star of The Farewell and became the first Asian-American to win a Golden Globe for Best Actress, which I have not seen The Farewell, but I've seen Aquafina and a couple of other things, and I think she's fabulous. So I am going to try to see The Farewell. I don't know where it is, though. I'll have to Google it and find out. Kate McKenna candidly talked about being gay. I didn't know Kate McKenna was gay. I don't know if she came out on the show or if it was just because she was introducing Ellen for her special award that it 
became a big deal? I don't know. But uh, Kate McKenna did present Ellen DeGeneres, her Carol Burnett Award. That was fabulous because both Carol Burnett and Ellen are fabulous women of TV. Tom Hanks was very emotional, and he offered some advice to actors. It was very simple, and I've heard it before. Be on time, know your lines, and hit your marks. That's the bottom line. And I'm good with one out of three. I got to work on all three of those. But um, Ricky Gervais was uh, the host again this time. He was bleeped several times during the monologue. He admonished people not to go political. They did anyway. Um, and um, it was I mean, it was an interesting night. There were some interesting speeches. Um, some people looked like they were shocked that they won. Other people were more confident when they went up. Renee Zellweger won uh, for Judy. I liked her performance of Judy, but I don't know that she needed to win the award for the best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Uh, but she did. Uh, Lauren Dor- Laura Dern won for Marriage Story. Again, I don't know. This is a motion picture. I don't know. I never even heard of Marriage Story. Joaquin Phoenix won for Joker. I wasn't thrilled with his performance. It was definitely a performance, but I don't. I don't know that it was the best performance. And um, Taron Egerton won for Rocket Man. And that, of course, is the Elton John story. Brad Pitt won for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved his performance. Don't know if it was worthy of Best Actor. And Quentin Tarantino won for Best Screenplay and Motion Picture for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which with the screenplay, I absolutely agree. It was inventive. It was original. It was a fantasy. Loved the screenplay. And uh, the best original song was I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man. Again, wasn't too thrilled with the whole thing. The awards went to movies. I really haven't. Movies and TV I've not really seen. And the networks were shut out. Networks, get a vision. <laughs> People want to see good television. Start producing better stuff. You're going to get better awards. That is my hot topic for this morning, Jim. How about you? Well, Rick, you're right. It's not like it was in the old days, you know, with the excitement and the glamour of Clark Gable and Cary Grant and all that. But, you know, every generation moves on. So the Vaturity Awards at, uh, wow, Indian Wells was a, a big hit, a real, very successful uh, event down there. And, uh, and we had the gold carpet put out there. It was exciting. And, guys, as far as what's going on in 2020, recession, no recession, well, the economists and the experts say no recession is in the forecast for 2020. And uh, things are looking good. The U.S. jobless rate down 3.5%, which is very good news for the economy. People are working and spending. And uh, job is going to stay strong, 130 to 140,000 per month range. That's good. Uh, We have... uh, the housing market, what's going on there? Oh, is it going to be uh, dropping down back to where it was in 08? You see the price of homes going out? Well, it doesn't look that way. The experts predict uh, housing in 2020, a strong job market and low mortgage rates. 
should uh, sustain the housing market in 2020. The only problem is finding enough homes for buyers. So as far as the sellers, that's a good thing. Uh, for the new phone coming out, you know, what is it, the new i5, whatever. Uh, they say it will be a, uh, you know, there should be a lot of benefits to that, faster and clearer. But uh, basically do your homework on that because they say it could allow hacks to come into that situation. And uh, so get your get your protection on those phones and just do your research on them before you uh, upgrade. American's top financial concerns for, tw- concerns for 2020, uh, unplanned expenses. Of course, they, you don't put that in the budget. Personal debt, not enough uh, in savings, rising health care costs. Well, that's for the uh, older folks. And the economy, stock market, volatility. Is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? What's going to happen? But uh, interest rates are still at record lows in the high threes. That's that's amazing. So if you're going to buy a house, buy it now. I keep telling you that. And uh, the Amazon still has its issues. And uh, Australia has really big problems. This is kind of biblical stuff they're talking about. Big fires in Australia. Research that. So you have to take my breath. And uh, we're going to move on, Reith, because we got to move on. That's the name of the game. Uh, I think it's a commercial. Talk. Well, then let's move on to our sponsors. There you go. Uh, Are you tired you of doing business the hard way? Is building your business taking too much time and energy? We can help. Introducing your ultimate solution, Easyway Business Membership. We're a full-service digital marketing solution specializing in branding and marketing, advertising, and introductions to CEOs and influencers that can help your business thrive. Problem solved. Now you can hire our award-winning team to work for your business. We've received many prestigious awards, including the Digital Trailblazer Award by Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and we've been recognized by Congress. For just $11 a day, you'll get more exposure, reach more clients by next month, guaranteed. Here's how it works. You pay one low annual fee of $4,000, and you'll receive consulting, branding, marketing, advertising, social media support, product placement, and business introductions to help your business grow exponentially. And if you need more, we offer SEO, commercial, TV exposure, and much more for an additional rate. To recap, for just $11 a day annual membership fee, you'll receive branding, consulting, business-to-business introductions, advertising, and social media support. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers say. We've been working with EasyWay, Eric, for the last six months, and literally, we are slammed with work (laughs) for two months straight, so his marketing definitely works. To learn more, visit EasyWayNetwork.com or contact us at 877-399-2929. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Facebook at EasyWay Network, Twitter at EasyWay Broadcast, and YouTube at EasyWay TV. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give 
give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomer's Forever Young products. And let me tell you, there's a lot of research that goes into Boomer Boost. And uh, that's what sold me when I saw all the uh, all the research that went in the back. And it works. So we have some very, I like to say very interesting all the time, but we have, this is someone coming back to the show, uh, Anita Mayberry. And uh, we're going to have, like Eric and I, father, son, we have mother, daughter, Anita is uh, she's an influencer, red carpet host, gold carpet host, interviewer with the Easy Way Network, and uh, a life coach, a spiritual life coach, actress, and the list goes on and on. But she is so bubbly and and just she has such a uh, a good presence to her. And and we're going to have her mother on with us, Robin Piancy, uh, if I pronounce the name right, Piancine. And she, uh, Robin is an advocate for the Korean and Cold War POWs and MIAs. National president in 2003 to 08. Uh, she testified before the House representatives and has done interviews with numerous publications. Uh, and, and, you know, this is really interesting stuff. She's a speaker and she, to this day, she speaks to veterans group and outreach missions and supports uh, charities, including the Village of Hope and Orphan Children of Uganda. And, you know, like I said, I could go on and on with it. This is very interesting stuff. So, Anita and Robin, you on with us? I'm here, Jim. Uh, How are you? How are How are you doing today? Oh, good, Nina. This is Rita. Are you on with Rita? Rita, you remember me? <laughs> we had uh, we had you on before, and I and you know like I uh, I give you an introduction, but the main thing about you, Anita, is your your bubbly positive attitude, and uh, it's a report that I even put together on the importance of a positive attitude, especially going in a new year, which at the end of the show we're going to talk about. And uh, do you have your mother on with us? I yes. believe can so. You hear I think she's there. Are you there, Mom? Can, can you hear me? Yeah, uh, we yeah. can hear you, Robin. How are you? So, uh, Robin. Hey. Let, let me, Thanks for Let me see how much, I, how much did I mess up. How do you pronounce your last name? Well, it's pronounced Piacini. Piacini. Okay. And uh, Risa, are you on with us? Okay, me? Risa's I can do there. that. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay. I was muted. Okay. Period. I, I can no. say that. <laughs> See, Robin, Robin, that's a typical baby boomer show thing. We do that every once in a while. We fall asleep on our phone or our microphone. <laughs> but, you know, so, so I have to ask Anita Robin, uh, do you guys save money on electric bills? And the reason I ask is at night, you don't have to walk around the house with all those lights on because you guys have halos. <laughs> with, with all the good you do, right? Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, all the good you guys do. This is amazing. Your lights, lights in the world. So, thank you. I uh, we we don't want to we don't want to put Anita. But let me tell you something, Robin. Your daughter is is so positive, bubbly, and you know I've always said the eyes are the lamps to the soul. 
and your daughter has such good eyes. And uh, that's, that's just a little thing I'll throw at you. She is very special to us, and she's in her family. And we want to bring you in, too. So we, uh, you know, Robin, I was just touching base on some of the things that you've done. Uh, you've you've testified to House of Representatives. You're an advocate for the MIAs and the POWs and everything. And uh, tell us a little bit about what, uh, what brought you into all the work you do and uh, keeping, keeping with us uh, for the uh, Korean and Coldwater POWs. Well, you know, actually, when I, when I thought about all this, um, I remember being in high school when the Vietnam War was still raging. And I told my mom, you know, we really need to do something because um, a cousin of mine, Jim, he, he, was, he was drafted. And uh, we were taught about the POW camp. So I actually asked a congressman to provide me with some information on how to gather the bracelets um, that they had, the POW MIAs. And uh, so uh, it actually started when I was in high school. But I, I found out later on that my uncle, uh, William Charles Bradley, uh, he was in the Army, he was in the medical company, he became missing in action on December 1st of 1950. And nobody wanted to talk about it, but um, I knew it really hurt my mom. So anyhow, the long and short of it is is that in 1998, my mom found an article in a veteran magazine requesting families who had um, somebody missing from the Korean War uh, unaccounted for uh, to provide a DNA sample. And we were then invited to um, a national update uh, that was provided for the Depart- from the Department of Defense in Washington, D.C., so as I got to these meetings, I was actually became the spokesperson for our family and realized that there was a lot of information our families needed and weren't getting. So that's really, that's really where it started. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, it's, it's one of those things, Robin, where the more you look into it and the more you learn, the more you realize it's out there and hidden and so on and so forth, right? That's correct. In fact, the archives in College Park have um, just tons of uh, files that have the need of being declassified. And although there is an order to do so, um, from the past, things were not uh, filed correctly. And so to find that stuff now is very, very, very difficult. And there just isn't enough staff to to do all the work. Now, your path is a little bit more difficult, guys. So and for us baby boomers, we, uh, we, we can kind of relate to, to these years. You know, we go back to the 50s. But uh, for the younger folks down there, the Xers, that, uh, what it is is you had, the world, you had World War II and then the Korean War and the Vietnam War and then the, the Middle East situation and everything. So what uh, Robin is her situation is a little bit different than the MIAs in Vietnam because Vietnam is open. It's a place for tourists and people go there, North, South Vietnam, it's just everything, all that's changed. But in Robin's situation, you have North and South Korea. It's been locked down where you have no access to that, right, Robin? I mean, it's not like yes. you can, you Yes, know. you're correct. Mainly, uh, you know, we have been posing this, to the North Koreans forever that this is a humanitarian effort, um, that it's not a political issue. 
But the point of the point of that is, you know, getting back into North Korea, you know, if I were my uncle and I would have a say in it, I wouldn't want anybody else to become a prisoner in North Korea. So when the teams go over to do the excavations and so on, um, it's they're in danger if they're threats, you know. So we have to somehow uh, form a bridge to be able to uh, get back in in some way. Um, that will provide safety to our our excavation teams. So, so uh, what about the communication for North Korea? I mean, uh, if, have has anybody in your organization uh, actually tried to go to North Korea and do some research, or do they allow you to look around? I mean, it's pretty tight over there for sure. It's it's a very dangerous. Uh, be making. Let me just put it that way. And yeah. we did have uh, a representative from the Coalition of Families go with some diplomats from the United States, uh, uh, an ex-governor from, um, I believe, the state of Texas, uh, go over and uh, have a talk with them. Um, and we, of course, did receive those 50 um, uh, boxes back. Uh, from North Korea at one point. I think it was in uh, 2018. It's interesting, too, for us as Americans, we are the only country that avidly pursues the remains of our missing uh, from wars and conflicts. And we actually were able to discover that not, not all of those remains were American remains. And some of the countries don't even want the remains back, say China and uh, North Korea. They don't want it. It's not important to them. So, you know, we don't like to leave anybody behind. And so for the families, this is real important for your listeners to to hear, I think. You know, uh, there's no place for us to go to to go and visit our loved ones. We can't honor them with a burial. And, And so... You know, you talk about closure. I don't know that anybody gets closure whenever they have somebody die in their family, but it gives people a bit of peace that they've been looking for for almost now 70 years. So that's important. So what happens uh, when somebody goes to do research? I mean, you know, how do you contact a place like that? I mean, I suppose there's numbers you can call, but do you basically get cut off, or is there kind of a communication? And uh, well, as far as North Korea goes, you will have yeah. And no have, have anybody no has anybody gone there? Have you gone there, or do you know anybody that's actually been allowed to go and kind of do a little investigation? No, they don't do that. They don't allow that. No, no. The no, only no. thing that I know of is there's a museum there that um, folks uh, from the Department of Defense were able to go to, but there was no information available there. No, not even the Chinese or the Russians will allow us to actually go into their archives. You have to request oh. certain files, and uh, if you're lucky, you might get some information. Wow. So anyway, that, I give you a lot of credit for that, and you've, uh, you know, it was interesting. You were uh, able to uh, talk to the uh, testify at the House of uh, Representatives. That's kind of something that most people don't do. Well, and Anita was actually there. She was my assistant that day. What an assistant. Your yeah, daughter's amazing. Oh, thank you. She's a sharp yeah, cookie. She was, she was excellent. But, I mean, you know, and uh, the funny thing was, was I wasn't on the list, so I really had to push hard to get on the listing. You know, 
you know, the president of the coalition, I needed to be there, and I needed to make sure everybody understood the importance of having this organization, you know, and also uh, uh, to be able to uh, continue to increase staff for the Department of Defense to do their job. You know, we we don't have enough people doing the job. And now we do actually have uh, folks from other organizations that are private that are working with the Department of Defense uh, hand-in-hand to uh, be able to go to different sites uh, for, like, say, World War II um, and do excavation and discovery. So it's getting better in that that realm. But, um, you know, uh, there's only been less than 500 people identified from uh, the Korean War. And just to let everybody know that that was very, very, you know, a very difficult war. Uh, yeah, well, it was. sent young men out, and they were using World War II equipment, and yeah. a lot of that was faulty and so on, and the cold was terrible. And the cold, so, yeah. you're talking way yeah. below zero. Just, yeah, you know, and you're marching, you don't so. have winter clothing. So, so the village with, all of the D, with all the new DNA uh techniques that they have now is that helping it's helping and the thing is it's more than the dna it's it's like you know if recovery if recovery remains or remains a return with dog tags and ids like you know a wedding ring that might have some inscription in it you know it's not based just on dna um and and my i would like to get out there to the public that any family that has somebody missing from the korean cold wars contact um, their casual, a casualty office, like whatever military branch they came from, um, and please, please, if you're able, donate that DNA so that the remains that are in Hawaii right now waiting to be identified may possibly be identified either through their uh, DNA or the process of elimination. So wow. important. Good stuff. Good information. And uh now you have uh, orphan children of Uganda and the Village of Hope. You've worked with them. Uh, well, what I've you... done, what I've done there is, we, my husband and I, support a child, and that means that he can go to school there. He can stay there for many months out of the year, rather than in a refugee camp, which is high risk for children. And um, it also gives them a future. And the child that, that we have been representing is getting skills in um, chemistry and uh, also uh, skills in masonry. And and we communicate about three or four times a year through letters. And then I write letters to other children who don't have sponsors. Uh, that's something uh, the Easy Way family would like to get interested in. So who do we contact to help on that situation? Uh, Village, Village of Hope, Uganda. It's on the internet. Cindy Cunningham is uh, is in charge of that organization. Okay. It's so easy. So, it's so easy. I have I have been to Uganda, and going to school is so important to those children because it is their only hope of of having is. a better life is to be able to go to school. And I was there as a missionary, and I would pray for the children and ask them what they wanted prayer for. And, you know, in America, they want an Xbox or a new phone or whatever. In Uganda, the kids just wanted a uniform so they could go to school. It it was so precious. 
Yes, and yeah. you know, even uh, we're limited as what we can send over to them. Like you know, um, and when I write these little letters, like stickers are so important. Just believe that stickers. A pencil huh. is huge. You know, things that we just can't imagine today would would make that much of a difference in a child's life. And actually, just getting something in the mail is critical for them. It gives them hope. Like it, it brightens their day. They want to know somebody cares about them. I've talked to people that have been over there, and they say that uh, a, a bottle of water is a big thing. Just yes. to have access to water, as you know, we take for granted. And so, yes. uh, so Robin, are you bubbly? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Okay, I wanted to find out where Anita gets that from because uh, <laughs> it definitely uh, brings smiles into a room. If you have a bunch of depressed people sitting around worrying about the economy. It all changes when Anita walks in the room. And uh, I've noticed that. Boy. I've noticed that. But when the two of yeah. us get together, it's a hoot, let me tell you. Oh, it is. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And she gives you a lot of credit, too. And, uh, oh, you know, the mother-daughter thing is very important. You know, my son and I, we're, I'm, I support him with the easy way situation. And, but uh, I want to also she, thank you for, for your service. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, uh, I enlisted, you know. I uh, I wanted to see, you know, the old-fashioned uh, for your country, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Oh. That was that was a little bit later than Korea, but uh, yeah, you know, yeah. it's interesting. We give you a lot of credit for what you do. And, Thank uh, you. Does, does Anita help you with that kind of stuff? Is she interested in that too? Well, she's kind of busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I she. Uh, what she what if I asked her to? Yeah. She's a helper, boy. She she's really there, and you know she's experienced some new situations with us, mm-hmm. and uh, yes. and moving forward with the you know learning the carpets, and she's a quick learner, and yeah. boy, she's a natural with a microphone. She's just, it's amazing. Some people have it, and some don't, but she's uh, she's just a natural. And uh, well, very thank talented. you so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for. For all the kind words and for giving her this opportunity, I know it means a lot. I'm just wondering if if we should give all that talent. Well, you know, where do you get that from? Does it come? Do we give that to you? Did it come from Robin? All that talent and personality. So, Robin, do you have an amazing personality? (laughs) But anyway, you know, know, give you guys a lot of credit. But we have to move on now. I want to thank you for coming sure. on because uh, we know you both have busy schedules and thank you for what you do. And we want to get some support your way because we know you're still going and speaking and, and helping with the, the village that. of Hope. Orphan, what is it? The Orphan Children of Uganda.com? It's, it's Village of Hope Uganda. Village of Hope of Uganda. Uganda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Write that down. All right. Well, thank you, Robin, for coming on, and Anita, and uh, for Anita for bringing your mother on, and it was very interesting. And uh, let's have you back. And again, sometime thank we're you. looking forward to meeting you at one of our events. When are we going to have you down in Southern California? <laughs> I was going to say you're in Ten- you're in in Tennessee, correct? What's that? Tennessee. You're in Tennessee. Yes, I am in lovely Tennessee on the plateau in Cumberland County. I am so tempted to move to Tennessee. I'm looking at it hard. It seems like a great place. It is a great place. I love this place. I love Pennsylvania and the Appalachian Mountains, but this is wonderful. 
Talking about beauty. Oh, my God. Trees. And I'm a Crockett fan, boy, I'll tell you. I go, I go back to you. Well, we've got I'm tons a- of woods here on our property. If you all want to come for a retreat, you're welcome. We're gonna oh, definitely I might it. take you up on that. You do yep, that. We're going to do that. Well, thank you again, guys, coming on. The clock's ticking. we got to move along here. But uh, okay. we're, we're going to do that. Reese and I are going to get down there and check out what? Tennessee in the long run. You guys are so guys, Thank you both so much. Lots of love thank you, you all. Thank you. That was a treat. <laughs> that was a treat. Thank you. I think Bye-bye. the name Robin is so cool. I like that name. Robin. Cool. <laughs> thank you. Robin <laughs> so anyway, guys, Anita Mayberry and, and Robin, her mother Robin was on with us, and uh, very interesting uh, what she does and the work with uh, the Village of Hope and uh, Orphan Children. The Village of Hope, Uganda.com, and uh, – in the Cold War situation with the MIAs. And with that, Reef, I think we're moving on to a commercial, right? Looking to grow and align your brand with celebrities and other established brands? Your brand is all about your entire customer experience. Everything from your logo, your website, your social media experiences, the way you answer the phone, to the way your customers experience your staff. So why not let us help you get your branding right from the start? At EasyWay Promotions, we are a new class of professionals providing first-class online branding, promotion, social media, website development, editing, graphic design, public relations, media, SEO, and online advertising to give your business the competitive edge to stand out. Our highly experienced experts will not only help you increase your online presence, but also provide you with a proven online strategy to help you increase the value of your company and make acquiring new customers easier. So what are you waiting for? Contact us today and let us help you grow your business exponentially. For more information, contact 424-209-9290 or visit easywaypromotions.com. That's letter E, letter Z. We also encourage you to like our Facebook page at Easy Way Promotions. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Good morning, everyone. And it is a good morning, isn't it? We woke up another day, so that makes it especially good. Anyway, I've got a great guest coming on. She is a noted sculptor. Her work sits in the White House, and I've had the pleasure of getting to know her over the years, and she's been a big supporter of the Rose Breast Cancer Society when she exhibited her artwork in the Rose Variety Art Show. So anyway, um, I want to bring on Stella Singleton-Jones. Good morning, Stella. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing? I am blessed and highly favored and bushy-eyed and bright-eyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. 
So anyway, um, I'm happy to have you. I mean, we've been talking about having you on as guests for some time now, and I've been watching you over the years, and um, I just want to congratulate you. And um, I think that uh, it would be great for the people to know how you chose your path, uh, what led you to become a sculptor. Okay, I feel honored to be on your show. Thank you very much. Um, I started sculpturing at Santa Monica Junior College. Um, Before I went into sculpture, I took an art class, and I thought it was a painting class to make, um, you know, paint trees and fruit baskets. But this man came on the stage and dropped his clothes, and I said, that's it. This is not the class for me, and I enrolled in a sculpturing class. I enjoyed it, and then my career started blossoming from there. All right. Well, um, you know, you you had a great foundation. And yes. uh, tell tell me about some of your experiences along the way. Uh, my first experience that I received, this is how I actually got started. I went, um, I came ill with spinal meningitis. I was in a coma for two and a half weeks. I had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. It took me a year to start walking, and once I started walking, I remember that I would constantly get sick when I go outside because being in the coma, it broke down my immune system, and my doctor told me to go to Santa Monica City College and just um, um, take some classes and enjoy myself. And I remember I was an artist, so I enrolled into the sculpture class. I took a I took the sculpture class, created a sculpture, and the, my first piece was called Them Bones. And one of the fellow artists looked at it and said, oh, this is beautiful. You should enter into an art competition. And I said, no, I'm not ready for that. But he went on and entered the piece. It was accepted. So that was actually my first art exhibit in the city of Long Beach. And the second sculpture I made at Santa Monica City College was the Unity Sculpture, which sits in the White House as today as a permanent collection. Wow. And uh, that's quite a story. And and how yeah. did your your uh, artwork become a permanent piece at the White House? Um, uh, first of all, um, they contacted me when they accepted it. And then once President Obama left the office, they said that the sculpture would stay in the White House, so they made it a permanent collection. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And what, what steps did you take in order to get your artwork in the White House? When I created the Unity um, sculpture, I said to myself, this sculpture is too beautiful for one person to have into their home, and I just kept staring at it and said, where should I send it? I just went on faith, had it shipped, professionally and sent it to the White House. And within three months, the White House contacted me, the coordinator of the, the who accepts all the gifts, um, um, called me and said it's been accepted. President Obama and the First Lady Michelle love it. And they asked the value of it at that time, and it was $60,000. And they said um, they're going to send you information. And the funny thing about it was I did receive my phone call from the White House, but unfortunately – I was in the kitchen cooking breakfast, so they did leave a message on my phone. So I do have that saved on my phone. 
Oh, wow, what a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and did they send you a check, too? Uh, well, actually, they didn't send me a check because I gave it to them as a gift, but they needed the value of it for the White House. So um, they did send me all kind of letters thanking me for it, and I have those on my um, website. You can see those as well. Um, and that's um, sculpturebystella.com. And you can actually read the letter that I sent to President Obama and First Lady Michelle about my journey. And um, they um, gave me a great response regarding everything that I have been through. So I am really appreciative of that. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, there's been so much talk about his connection to Kenya. Uh, I truly believe that he was born in Hawaii because there's mm-hmm. proof of that. But my husband mm-hmm. and I were honored to have been invited by our former Congresswoman Diane Watson to go to Kenya, and mm-hmm. uh, they they really revere him over there. I mean, I think they mm-hmm. think that he is their president. <laughs> yeah, more so than <laughs> Oh my gosh! I mean, we mm-hmm. saw. Uh, a, a truck with his photograph on on the back of it, you know, and wow. and uh, I mean, we we believe they really love him over there too, and of mm-hmm. course he has many many people who love him here in the states as well. He's left behind such a great legacy, such yeah. a, a gentleman. He and our first lady were such prime examples of what a leader should look like. Yes, yes, I agree mm-hmm. with that. And a loving, <laughs> loving couple, most of yeah. all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, what? Are you, uh, well, first of all, before we run out of time, I want to thank you on the air for you being a participant when we had the Rose Roddy Art Show at the Virginia Robinson's Gardens, uh, the biggest state in Beverly Hills on six and a half acres. And uh, I wanted to know uh, how you felt being a part of that uh, event. That was a beautiful experience. I was just so impressed, impressed how all the people came together to support you and the foundation and the mixture of all different kind of um, artwork and other items there as well. And I thought the collaboration was very presented very well. Well, I appreciate that um, input from you because, you know, I respect you as an artist and, and um, you know, revere your work. And Thank we you. did have so many wonderful artists there as well. Um, we had mm-hmm. participants from LAVA, which stands for Los Angeles Visual Artists, and I was a founding member of that organization, and I'm sure you you have much love for the founder, Esperanza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Esperanza <laughs> Luna. Now she's she's got a new name added to it since she's a married uh-huh. woman now. Um, oh, but, how uh, nice. Yes, uh, it's just really amazing, this story. And uh, she was there actually with, uh, you know, at that time I don't think she was married, but... Uh, her young mm-hmm. husband was with her then too, and uh, she's just doing great. She's up in Pahrump, uh Nevada, and she's been a guest on Carmelita's Corner too. Oh, how nice! How nice! Mhm. And you know, uh, we forgot about that event too. My, when my son was with me, the man that had that large blue parrot. 
Oh yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> he was he was um, our our honored guest that year, oh, and uh, he is the creator of over five hundred floats for the oh, Rose Parade. Oh, how nice! And I remember he asked me, "Is it okay if I bring Sebastian?" That was the name of the of the big, huge blue bird that sat on his shoulder. Uh, yes, his name is Raul, and uh, he has quite a legacy. He's gone on to glory. He thank he called you. me after the event to thank me, you know, for the for the uh, award that we gave to him. We gave him a lifetime achievement award, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was just uh, kind of blown away because he took so much time, you know, to talk mm-hmm. to me. I think we were on the phone for about two hours, <laughs> you know. Oh, nice. It was quite, <laughs> Quite a we you know making up the lost time. The last time I saw him, uh, Debbie Reynolds mm-hmm. was at this event in Beverly Hills. They had a reception uh, for mm-hmm. his artwork um, that was seen on on this big um, banner, and it, yeah. it was to show the drawing that he had mm-hmm. done so that people could see what that float was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we got a first-hand glimpse of it before it became a float. And mm-hmm. there was also a very special dog. Uh, mm-hmm. The dog is famous, and in the movies and all of that. And the dog was part of the the whole show, and also on the float as well. I can't think of the name of the dog, but but uh, it, it was just a great reception, and I was so happy to see him. We had a, a, a mutual rapport, and uh, I, I just. You know, was was sad to hear that he had left the planet. But if you go mm-hmm. to my website, you'll see all kinds of posts of him um, because mm-hmm. he's also honored on on our website. If you go to www.rosebreastcancersociety.org, you will see him, and um, also some of our past uh, honorees, um, the uh, legendary movie star Margaret O'Brien who's got four stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That was a big part of it. And the the uh, head of the Southern California Motion Picture Council, the president, uh, Lord Randall Malone, and, and, and many others were all part of it. And also the late Jarvie Hutcherson. Um, yes, he he created a, a, a legacy. And the... Uh, the Diamond Rose Awards, the Lady in Red event is coming up February 21st at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, and uh, Gail Ooh. Gibson is heading that. She's got big shoes to fill, but she's doing a great job of of following Jarvie, and she's put on a wonderful event already uh, where he started it at the Palomar Hotel, I mean the last one he started. And then she had one in um, – Beverly Hills Hotel last year, the Beverly Hilton, excuse me, and this year again. And I'm I'm also honored that she's selected me to be on the show as a singer. So I have an anthem that I'm I'm singing um, for this event, and hopefully people will come out and hear it. Oh, congratulations to you! Well, there's a lot going on. God is good. <laughs> they, say, they say God is good all the time. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, I, I want to thank you. And, and can you give us your website address again? Yes, sculpturesbystella.com. And I have a lot of new artwork that will be coming up 
um, I was saying about a month. So check back again in the month. And I thank you for this opportunity and thank you to all your listeners. And I um, look forward to the, the future good things for 2020 for the both of us. Absolutely. And this is a double good year because we've got 2020 vision. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Stella. See you soon. (laughs) All righty. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Well, I'm going to be interviewing Mr. Jim Zuli himself today on My Tech Time. I know you don't think of Jim as being Mr. Tech, but he has some issues, and it has to do with technology. We want to get it out there to the public so that you don't get hoodwinked. Jim, are you ready? I'm ready to rock and roll with you, Reese. Okay. Now, I remember some years ago, you told me that you were interested in getting these solar panels for your house, and you actually did. It's all—it's been all the rage the last few years, but you actually did it. But now you're finding out it's not all that it was chalked up to be. Tell me about That's your true. solar panel experience. Well, I'll first start with my technical expertise. Uh, you're a tech person, and my son is way out there. Myself, I'm still impressed by the uh, television set, and uh, i uh, that's what I did. I ventured out, and I uh, wanted to check out solar because, uh, you know, like you said, it was the wave of the future, and people are going that way, and they're saying, oh, I don't have much of an electric bill with solar, and I didn't have much of one anyway because in my house I basically had a toaster, <laughs> and, a couple, you know, I, I don't have a swimming pool. I don't have the big air conditioning system. I mean, we're up in the hill here and not too far from the beach, and I don't really need air. So I, I talked to this individual, uh, met him at somewhere, came over and said, uh, yeah, and checked out the house, said, yeah, we can uh, we can lower that electric bill. I said, well, you know, I, I don't have much of an electric bill. He said, well, I, basically I wouldn't have one. And I thought, well what does this cost? And he said it could cost thirty, forty thousand. I said, oh, I don't think I want to do that for the electric bill. And he said, well, you can lease them and there's no cost to that. So I thought, well, all right, I'll try that program. I know you pay so much for a lease, I suppose. And, and if it's more affordable than the electric bill, we'll try that route. Well, you know, to make a long story short, I, I didn't know about what to get, you know, and I, I, I said, uh, he, he asked me, how many panels do you want? And I said, well, I, I don't know. That's your line. Uh, how many do you think I should have? Is it the more the better? And he goes, yes. And I thought, okay, well, whatever you think. And if I would have did a little homework, I would have, I, I would have uh, researched the neighborhood because most of the homes in my neighborhood I have one of the smaller homes in our track, and uh, a, a lot of these homes have five and seven and ten panels. 
some of the bigger ones might have 10 or 12, but it doesn't seem to go much further than that. Well, he basically covered my house in panels. I've got 30 panels. And I've heard I, I could have powered my entire block with what you have. And I thought, well, you know, as the weather would get warmer, I'm thinking, oh, this is cool. All that sun's going to give me all this energy and all this power stored up. And and, and they said, what you do? I said, well, I don't know. Am I going to use all that energy? Well, it goes into a bank and you get refunded. Well, that would be through the electric company, I, I would think. And actually, you don't get much of anything. You, you get a couple pennies on the dollar. And... uh the way it works, which I had no idea, is the more sun, Rita, the more sun that you get, the higher your bill. <laughs> and I'm I'm thinking, okay, I walk out in August thinking, ah, look at all that sun out there. It's 95 degrees. Boy, am I going to have a lot of storage and a lot of uh, whatever you call it, accumulated, you know, energy. And I'll have a lot in the in the bank. Well, that's not the way it works. The way it works is the more solar that you absorb, the higher your bill. And my bill that was $100 uh, to maybe $120 was 250 in the summertime. And I, I called and I called and I called. I said, boy, what's going on with And what happened was the company that I had uh, went into bankruptcy. And I, I kept trying to get questions answered and I have a just the response was well you know they didn't really know or they'll look into it I said well who do I talk to well they didn't really know and that's that's what I was getting you know nobody really knew what was going on and I okay I could understand that they're restructuring or whatever but uh I, I that's where I was at with this is okay I've got solar panels which is cool but I didn't know, and, and to, I don't want to ramble on, but to, the way it is, Reith, is I just didn't know that when you draw more energy, your bill goes up. And and in the in the winter time, the bill will go down. Now, the the rent you're paying on these panels is equaling or actually a little higher than my my electric bill was. But I called and asked one time. I said, you know, I'm, I'm I've got all these panels. What should I do? Shouldn't you maybe shut some of these panels off? He says, well, if you go on vacation or if you're not home, turn everything on. Turn on your TV. Turn on all your lights. That way you'll use more more energy. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I'm just supposed to leave all the lights on all the time, and that way I'll use more more energy. So none of the answers I got made sense. And that's that's where I'm at, Reese, with this. That's absolutely crazy, Jim. But, you know, so many crazy things go on, and they've always got these schemes that they perpetrate on us baby boomers because we don't know. We just don't know, and we don't know where to go get help. So that's one of the reasons I'm interviewing you today. If anyone knows how to report a solar company, um, know anything about how he was hoodwinked and can give him advice, go to our website, Radio Boomers Live, and 
give us either a, a direct message or just go on the page itself and give us some information because Jim is really on the hook for this. And, you know, none of us have money literally to burn. So I, I don't know what to tell him because I don't have solar. I don't know anyone that does have solar. But that certainly doesn't sound like what they've been advertising. You're supposed to get the panels, and your bill drops to pennies a month. That's not what happened, is it, Jim? No, and the other thing is that they tell you you can't use your electrical box. You know that box you have, the you know, with the uh, circuit box that you have on the side of your house, circuit breaker? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's got to go, Reese. That's got to go. And, hey. Uh, having somebody come in and replace electrical socket is one thing. You know, they charge you whatever, 50 bucks to replace socket, electrician. And uh, <laughs> they say, oh, by the way, your electrical panel has to go because we need a bigger one for the solar. And I'm thinking like, okay, we're going to replace the electrical panel. And so that's there's a little charge there, too. It's about 1500 for that. And, and you have to do that, which that's okay because I, I suppose it's good to upgrade. You know, but uh, these are things you have to be aware of. But the bottom line, Reef, is the solar panel is fine. You're going to have to pay for a lease. You know, if you're leasing it, you don't have to put anything down. But they should give you the proper amount. And I, like I said, I don't have the the spas and in the, the the sauna room and all that kind of stuff that uses the pool and that uses a lot of electricity. I didn't have any of that. And uh, they should give you the right amount of panels. And, you know, that's kind of I'm, – I'm not a complainer, and it's like I, I don't like making waves or anything, but you drive by my house, and I look like a big solar panel. My whole house is covered uh, with solar panels, which I uh, I don't need. So I don't think there's, you know, a need to have all these panels and pay for all that leasing of energy, whatever. I don't even know how to describe it. But uh, Well, it certainly doesn't sound like it did what it was supposed to do, and we want this to be a cautionary tale to all of our listeners. Definitely check it out before you get involved in any type of solar program, whether it's buying or leasing. And if anyone has any information that can be helpful to Jim, again, go on to our website, our Facebook page, Radio Boomers Live, and give us some information. Have you had the same experience? Have you been able to lower your bill? Have you been able to contact them and been able to have your panels removed? Or who do you report it to for the government, matter of fact? Any information that you possibly have, just put it on our Facebook page, Radio Boomers Live. Thank you, Jim, for being interviewed today. And let's move on to Jim's Jim. And guys, I uh, I appreciate that, and I, I just want to bring awareness to everybody. I mean, solar is good, you know. I mean, it, uh, it it saves on your electrical bill. Just make sure you get the right plan and the right amount of panels. But with that, guys, I'm just going to say uh, hello and welcome to our Easy Way podcast party and our group that gets together uh, today. It's an uh, ongoing situation from kind of continue on from last time. We were going to touch base uh, last week with uh, New Year's resolutions. Didn't quite get there because we touched on procrastination. 
and which is a, a tripwire to uh, to your goals. So we, we had touched on that. Now we're going to touch on that. So we have uh, a New Year's group chat today where we take a topic of interest with our new podcast party. We get a group of people, and, and we take a group of interest and go over issues and concerns we have, and our, our group will uh, will go over the pros and cons or whatever uh, on this uh, certain issue we have. And, and today we're going to uh, have a situation that deals with what are your New Year's resolutions, why did you pick them, and, uh, and your experience with your resolutions, maybe in the past, and what stops you from moving forward, whatever. Because we want to have resolutions. They're usually something good in our life, but we want to follow through. So we have uh, always an interesting group of people, and, and they're all very talented and uh, experienced people uh, in business, and entrepreneurs, and so on. And let's bring on our panel. We've got my son, Eric, and myself, Noah Brown. And so let's let's see who we have on today. I think we have uh, Angelique Marie and Sophia Alvarez. Who do we got? Hi. Happy New Year's, everyone. We got Happy Sophia, New Year. Anita. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay. Happy New Year. Oh, cute. Noah Brown. Anita. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Okay, Hi, Anita, James. do we have... Stephanie here. Hi, James. Happy New Year to you and Eric. Is this Hello, Stephanie? everyone. You've got Carmelita. Yes, yes it is. Carmelita and Stephanie. Okay, good, good. I'm glad everybody took the time to to jump on. Uh, you know, guys, uh, we talked about this last week, and uh, we I kind of put the brakes on the New Year's resolution resolution because we had our uh, some of our issues, and some of some of the people didn't have their issues with it, and they kind of had the the answers to what we needed. Uh, Stephanie came across with some interesting, in other words. Uh, there doesn't have to be procrastination with some people. Not like me. I have a big procrastination <laughs> problem. And uh, I mean, why why do I walk in the kitchen and have a cabinet that's always popping open? Why don't I fix it? And, and it's only been like five or six years, and it still pops open. But I'll get there. So we're trying to solve these problems. But for now, what I want to do is see what's going on with... Uh, with the, let me go over this a little bit. We have... Uh, all right. Uh, what is your New Year's resolution? Why? Okay. Well, 60% admit to um, having a New Year's resolution, while only 8% of the people are successful at it. What's the deal there? And uh, and that's that's one of the things we're going to talk about. So, guys, let's let's get the ball rolling here. Who wants to jump on first? Uh, uh, Sophia, do you want to share? Because Sophia came out. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on her first because she laid the foundation with procrastination about her room and organizing. <laughs> so uh, we're all gonna be knocking on Sophia's door and see if she got that room in order. Sophia, what what's your New Year's resolution and uh, why did you pick that certain resolution? And uh, do you think you're gonna follow through? Because only eight percent of us do. Well. The room situation is uh, actually it's a room slash an office. 
So I have brought everything in from our vintage hotties business and our other three businesses into my room because my sister is living with us now from Palm Springs. So we moved her into the house. So for the past six weeks, all I've been doing is moving each room around. So, yeah, that was my, my goal is to get that office done, which I've, I'm doing really well, making really good progress on it. As for a resolution, cool. it's like no resolution, just, just get things done. <laughs> okay, getting things done. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, whether you, whether you call it a resolution or not, this year you want to get things done. Well, that, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, you know, I'm uh, – I'm looking at, you know, this is serious stuff, reason I know this. Uh, maybe some of you guys don't so much, but when you get to a certain age, it's very simple. You either start dragging <laughs> gear or you're going to have problems, you know. And, uh, yeah, every and, 10 and minutes, the, I need a break. <laughs> yeah, and that's the same with finances, too, but with health. Uh, so I'm going to really, really try, and I've talked with many of you about this. I'm going to try to stay on the wagon. And uh, that's the veggie wagon because it's you got to have the water, you got to have the vegetables, yeah, and so, so forth. If you don't, there's you, you're going to fall apart. And so that's what I'm going to work with. And every day, somewhere or another, I'm going to try to get something done. So that's my resolution. There I'm going to try go. to whether yeah. I'm not going to clean the whole closet, but maybe part of it, and, yeah, and maybe a one bit. socket. Yeah, yeah, maybe one socket. So we're going to stay on track with it. So, hey, starting the first step. Yeah. So Stephanie, what what do we got going for you? You're you're positive. Yeah. And uh what's the resolution you have for twenty twenty? Do we have Stephanie? Okay. Stephanie <laughs> You there, okay. Stephanie? Okay. Uh Stephanie might have had connection. All right, Angelique. Oh Angelique. Uh, hey. How's it going, Angelique? I still see a Is that Angelique on? Yes, yeah, she's okay, so Angelique, I know, yeah, I know you're pretty much on track. Not, not saying that that uh, myself and Sophia are not on track, but we might need help in this category. What's your uh, New Year's resolution? And uh, you know, do you think you're going to be able to overcome the situation I gave you about only eight percent of Americans actually follow through? You're going to follow through with your New Deal? Yes. I absolutely am, and actually, Easy Way is going to help me with it <laughs> because um, there there are two quotes that I try to remember always, and that's uh, never let the fear of losing keep you from playing the game, and that everything you want is on the other side of fear. So doing things that maybe aren't as comfortable, aren't as um, – they can seem a little scary. Um, just coming more, yeah. becoming more of who I am and and the person that I'm destined to be, and and um, in in any opportunity that I can I can do it. That's 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 you know, uh, Angelique, that's very true because if I tackle a certain like I'm hanging a certain type of cabinet that I've never hung before, you sometimes tend to hold off on that a little bit because ah. Eh, but once you start doing it, yeah, right. then like, oh, give me those cabinets. I'll hang them for you. But, you know, like the uncertainty, yeah, the, the fear thing. So uh, so your uh, your thing going into 2020 is what in a nutshell? Basically just doing more things, tackling more things, even if they seem a little fearful at first, um, just going after okay. it and being 
being the divine okay. person that I am. For what I uh, what I have for you on this one is uh, a little thing I found. Do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain. So so you're good to go. Yeah, on that. very good. So, I like that. So Tiffany, share right. Tiffany, you're on with us. Yes, I am. Hello, how are you doing? Hello, Just Tiffany. Just let you know. I, I, I love I all got, your names. I got, I got some good news for you for your um, good news for your good. solar. Love good news. Yay, good news. Yes, yeah. because you're first of all you're talking your topics about New Year's resolutions and also fear, and um, that's basically the good news for me because today you know I get a call from my uh, my car company telling me that you don't need to replace your transmission, your car is good. So I went out and my, I bought now I have four cars instead of one car because. I've constantly been buying cars, and my husband said that's not that that that's not really something I should be doing because you you try to replace something good with something bad. So my my New Year's resolution is, um, you know, not to use fear as a way of handling my um, affairs, um, and a lot of reasons why we don't go online, and a lot of reasons why we don't go to events. A lot of reasons why we're not successful as entrepreneurs even is because we let our fear control the outcome of what it is right. we're doing. So that's, my New Year's resolution is to not use fear, but to use um, God's will in my life because I have a big, giant family that I'm supporting, huge family. That's why I've been out of the network lately. But just because I haven't been in Hollywood, I, I got also um, – the uh, the events of the Golden Globes. The guy that um, is doing it, he talked a lot about how um, there's a um, you know a lot of things going on in Hollywood that are are not godly things that are happening, and um, how you know the control has now navigated from film to Netflix. So they might as well have a Netflix award instead of having a uh, Golden Globe award because. You know, nowadays, you know, anyone can 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 multiply, monetize, and recreate their business just by using um, networks alone. So, um, just like you know, in business, if if you create the current the current reputation of yes, I'm helping others, then that starts to multiply. But that's my goal, just to not be um, um, fearful, not use fear as a way to um, to act upon things because but before you know it, I'm gonna have a whole car lot of cars if I keep buying another car before finding out the problem. <laughs> but you yeah, have that's, that's my good news. Oh, amazing. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> and I wanted to tell tell James because James is the the, the godfather, I, I call him the godfather of of um the easy way. Um he is a veteran and I just wanted to tell you, James, that don't worry about the solar issue because um, there is a guideline that I wouldn't. I'm going to send it over to you and and to Eric uh, in the in an email. But there's a guideline that they have to follow. It's a protocol. I worked for the number one um, solar company in Southern California called Varengo Solar. So I was their top sales rep for the entire company. I was on the top leaderboard of of the solar company for um, 
the entire time that I was a part of their company. I used to go door to door and I used to hand people solar solar deals. So I know all about this. And um, the thing, that, the good news about it is, you did increase your home value by eighteen thousand dollars. Are you still there, uh, James? That's a typical well, baby boomer thing. My ear touched this thing and it made it. Are go. you still there, James? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I just wanted to make sure I didn't lose you because I know there's multiple callers on the line. I I don't feel bad because Rita did that earlier in the show. We're always doing stuff like that. So, so yeah, I know that was a a, a pertinent issue for you, so I just wanted to let you know that you did increase your home value, but you should definitely study the, the APA guidelines for California. But right now they just passed a law that says that um, as of January um, 2020, they are going to require actually all homes in, in California to be solar um, if you have a three-story wow. home or more. So right now only 9% of the homes in California are solar. So what you did is you did increase your home value. Yes, you're paying for the panels, but at the same time, you do need to read the guidelines about that because uh, you, you know your your lease um, could be something that can be uh, recal- recalculated based on the structure um, ah, uh, power and what what's called power and watt usage. Okay, ah. so do your research, um, do the yeah. due diligence on that, and it's definitely worth um, getting it reevaluated um, from whatever um, the standpoint of the Solar Commission because. They can do what's called a, a re-regulation of your home. Okay. Regulation. Wow, that's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right. There you go, Jim. That's the power so of the right? So what they do is they're gonna, uh, um, they can offset, yeah. maybe offset the panels that you do need and don't need. The other panels so are just going to re- be there as a uh, what's called a model. So just don't worry about it. They, they may, if they made the error, if they made the error, believe believe it or not, you have just like. Being a veteran, you have the benefit of the doubt. If you're injured on duty, it's, it's kind of like the same type of thing. Look at it like that. Okay. okay. So it's power, power and watt usage and restructure it's called, huh? Well, I don't know if it's the right verbiage, but I'm just explaining to you from my standpoint. You know, I was in the solar industry. I'm it. I'm currently going back into the solar industry. But I, I'm doing it over here in Arizona. I'm not in California anymore. I had to leave there because California be, is becoming a third world state as well. I don't know if you know about that. It's, it's just the higher taxes. There's more homeless people in California than anywhere across the nation. And, and the governor there is, is, is running amok, you know, Adam Schiff. So yeah. whatever. Tiffany, don't want to go into stuff. the political ring right now, but yeah. This is amazing stuff. And thank you for doing all that research. I really appreciate it because I'm kind of lackadaisical yeah, about that. I procrastinate, you know. You know, you, know, uh, you can feel bad, bad about it, but like I said, don't feel bad because you um, increase the value of your home. So if you're putting your home on the market right now, you're going to get every penny that you paid for those panels. Uh, those panels well, um, helped you, but at the same time, you know, um, they need to do, uh, you know, what's called a recalculation of the, the annual um, kilowatts of the home. So Tiffany shared the fear barrier, which is very much out there. In fact, they they even talk about some of the biggest stars have that before they go out on stage. 
It's something that's in us. It's a protective thing, too. And uh, I'm, so I'm going to move along with some of the people. Thank you, Tiffany. It was so good, Inf- informative, and thank you for the panel situation. And here's some of the – now, just touching base on what we're talking about and what we did last week, uh, the common reasons for procrastination that's stopping us from getting into this uh, resolution stuff is uh, – Here's some of them. Skill deficiency, lack of interest, lack of motivation, fear of failure, fear of success, and resistance. Mm -hmm. So these are some of the things we're battling. But we want to do these resolutions, and we want to be successful in them. It makes a difference. So Sophia's covered the base there. Sophia went over the situation with her room and everything, and uh, Angelique and uh, Tiffany. So what does Noah have to say as far as – uh, your New Year's resolution, Noah, and what? Uh, why did you pick that? And what do you think might be? Uh, do you think you'll follow through? Not be the eight percenter. Well, you know, no, uh, Jimmy, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jimmy, I'm glad you asked. I uh, I kind of have a two part re- New Year's resolution. One would be to get to cooking more often, and and of course healthier. Just like you were talking earlier about getting more veggies in the diet, I could definitely do a little bit of that. I find myself at fast food too much, so I, I definitely want to get get you know in the house more, cooking better and, and for myself. Uh, that would definitely be a good start. <laughs> well, cooking. Uh, sure. Would you? I'm sure you would cooking agree. Cooking healthy. Cooking healthy. Right. right? Yeah. yeah, cooking I mean, healthy. Oh, getting. One one thing yeah. I, I just you bring that up real quick. I uh, I've been talking to people and. You know, they say don't eat the sugar and stay away from the salt. Oh, salt, heart problems, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, like, oh, oh. smokes. I, I, I can't eat spaghetti. I can't eat bread. I can't because bread is salt and sugar. Spaghetti turns into uh, sugar. Well, I, we don't want to get into that now. We'll do that another show. But, boy, you got to be careful. Holy smokes. <laughs> what am I, am I supposed to eat here? But, okay, so cooking is a good resolution to get into. And uh, yeah. what do you and think has been holding you back? Why why didn't you move into this uh, five years ago with the cooking? What why do you uh, wait? Uh, you know, just I, I get so busy, especially with working with the Easy Way, uh, being being a well, yeah. one of the uh, assistants with Eric Zuli and all that. So I, I find myself just you know it's much easier to just run down the street, get a get a sandwich at, at, at a, at a local spot and uh, then to just try to put it together in, in the place, uh, putting a salad together Isn't or something right. like that. Cause they, you just go down there, you hand them some money and they hand you a, a sandwich. It's, it's so much easier. You know, I, I got a question though. Uh, if, if there's in the, for everybody on the, on the group today, if, if, if we have in and out banking, zip, zip, pull up to the bank, get your stuff. Uh, you, oh, I don't have time. I just go to the drive through. If we have all this quick stuff that saves us time, how come we're always out of time, it seems, and there's not enough time in the day? When a long time ago, there was no pull-up to the bank. You'd have to go inside and fill out the papers. If you needed to get a hold of somebody, you needed a dime to call them. And and yet, we didn't seem to be in such a shortage of time. It's kind of weird, isn't it? But anyway. You <laughs> Yeah. I feel, yeah. Jimmy, I feel like that falls into the category of what happens to you boomers. You guys have to deal with, instead of writing out some paperwork in a, in a branch, you have to deal with this computer thing. <laughs> so maybe it, know, it, it can get tied into the fact that you guys have to now operate a computer right there in your drive-thru. So you'd rather go in the banking anyway. So the time is lost. For you, Noah, 
Jasper's, you know, and Tiffany and Angelique and Sophie, I just want to let you say that we got a lot of listeners uh, commenting on everything you're saying, and we want to say hello and thank you to all the listeners that that are on there. Oh, and, I do uh, want to. And, and we want them to put in their New, New Year's resolution, uh, re- resolutions and uh, and thank them for, for listening and being part of the show, and, and we'll have you on sometime. Uh, we'll try. And... Uh, and, and this is interesting stuff, but it's important stuff because, you know, we, we've held off, no matter what term you want to put on it, we've held off on uh, doing a lot of these things and improving with the diet. Let's start a new year with a new diet. All right, make that a resolution, whatever you want to do. But let's stick with it and, and not fall aside from, what is it, uh, 90, uh, 97, 96% of the, 98% of the people don't follow through. And and we can uh, we can come back in a month or two and see if we're sticking with these resolutions with the Noah food thing and Sophia with her uh, with her room and me with the cabinet and everything and and the fear barriers <laughs> with, with, with Tiffany and uh, uh, and Angelique situation you know we're we're going to stay with this so uh, I've shared mine and succeed. Eric we will yeah so Eric are you on with us. I think he's he's uh, doing a uh, some kind of tech thing there. Engineers beeping. Okay, so, so guys, what are what what do you say? Okay, we have because uh, I can share some of this. Uh, procrastination stop you from fulfilling much of what you want to accomplish. You want to be positive in how you think and what you do, but you also want to follow through with otherwise positive thoughts. Do not find you know your. Uh, in other words, what they're saying in these articles is the positive thoughts move into accomplishments. And uh, I, I'm going to share this in one of our uh, other shows, but it's basically over and over. Like I, I shared with you some of the – they asked Larry King, uh, can you give us a show? Well, the thing Larry said, uh, you know, he's got so many shows. How could he pick one? And he had one. And he said, yeah, I got a show that stands out among all the shows. And he said, if there is a comment that's made, and they have several people on their panel, there's going to be debates and arguments and so on and so forth. And he said, on this one show, they made a statement, and it made it more difficult because he didn't have two or three. He had six people. And he's going, oh, boy, how how are all these people going to go along with this? To make it more complicated, three of the people were from different forms of religion, and uh, three were from different areas of science. Now, how are you going to get all six people in agreement? Well, they made the statement, and and he couldn't believe it. He looked, and all six people were in agreement uh, on on this situation, and uh, all, all six people were in agreement. And the statement was, the way in which you think determines the outcome. And all the religious people were going along with it, and and then they said, what about yeah. science? It's basically mm-hmm. proven that it changes chemistry and and thinking positive changes chemistry. And a lot of you are aware of all that. uh, It's a science with that. Uh, Hello. Hello. Yeah, I know. So social. No, this is is it. You you asked for me earlier and I was, I was in my phone. And I was like, Oh, I forgot about dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I I didn't mean to interrupt you, dad. You're on your flow. I mean, it shouldn't my, my dad be a speaker. Guys, like we need to turn him into a speaker. Hey, guys, let me show you. Hey, he's holding down the 
He's holding down right. the court pretty good. <laughs> Let me share this, this one piece because we're all family social. 90% of the self-identified optimists sur- uh, surveyed named spending time with family and friends as a top hobby. Okay, I'll let it go with that. Go. But that's just... So, Eric, we're sharing our New Year's resolution. And uh, and and what is it that uh, – why did you pick that resolution? Do you think anything – what's standing in the way of uh, – like some people share it in the time situation, the time gets in the way, or it could be a fear situation where you kind of have a fear of moving forward. And we've covered a lot of the bases here. So what, what's your resolution? Somebody's breathing. On the well, my, my, my New Year's resolution is to help more people, help the Easy Way family. And the obstacles are the, are the haters and are uh, obviously like time procrastination. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're also, we also have numerous projects that we want to get done, obviously, like I'm sure any business owner wants to do. We're really excited for the, uh, for the Easy Way TV app to finally come out. It'll be available on Google Play. And, uh, you know, if you have an Android phone in the next couple of days here and about you know, a week to two weeks on the Apple Store. And, uh, you know, we're just trying to uh, empower the, the, the media stuff that we do to be able to empower the Easy Way family and the members and and uh, and just work with every everybody else. And before I, I go off on a tangent and talk and, and start taking over the show, um, I'm going to give some other people the opportunity to uh, to make sure that they get their air, their airtime and, and, and whoever hasn't talked on that podcast party. By the way, you guys like this idea? This new Easy Way Radio yeah, podcast like party it, idea? Yeah, I like it, Cool. Nice. Yeah. Super fun. Oh, we can delve into issues, tell, and we're sharing our vulnerabilities. Yeah. I mean, everybody's really very honest. Their fear and whatever it is, we all have that. And they're sharing yeah. that as as human beings and how we can get over it. Some other, the other could maybe help with their advice. It's really helpful. Okay, so who who hasn't had a chance to, to talk on the podcast or, you know, to party with the podcast party yet? Yeah, let me party real quick, Eric. This is Carmelita. Right, Carmelita. I just got a, a positive response from Shawana. She's expecting to hear from us after the show. And I want to say this is the most amazing lady I've met recently. And, of course, we've got great, amazing ladies already on the podcast. But I have to tell you, Shawana did an awesome job. I went to her beautiful home uh, yesterday. And she had a, a few ladies there, more than she expected, and she did a wonderful job of hosting, of setting your goals. I mean, she has done amazing things with her life from learning how to set her goals. And, uh, of course, like she said, the most important thing is to pick out the one that means the most to you because if you pick out something that is almost impossible to do, you might not really be that serious about it and only daydreaming. So pick out something that is doable and maybe not such a long list at a time. She only picks five at a time. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carmelita, would be I key. didn't even know you were on with us, so that's good. So, Carmelita, you can start <laughs> it if you want real quick your New Year's resolution. Carmelita was on with us, I guess, or maybe she did a baby oh, I'm boomer still thing. Here. Push, push, yeah, push am I supposed button. to say something Carmelita, else? <laughs> I know, I, well, I didn't know you were on with us. Do you want to share your New Year's resolution real quick? And uh, what? Oh, uh, well. I do have a list, but, you know, um, getting that Grammy is going to be one of the top things on my oh, list. Grammy. 
If not okay. this year, maybe next year. But I, I'm, by the way, I'm doing a pre-Grammy show um, at the end of this uh, month, near the, towards the end of this month, in January 25th. The Hollywood Weekly is having me back again to sing, and there's going to be several Grammy people there. And you oh, never oh. know. I've been planting this seed for years. Actually, I've been everybody else's cheerleader behind the scenes. Working, you know, at the pre-Grammy galas, helping to produce them and so forth. For um, and Bonnie, while she was here, Bonnie Hilton Sweeney produced 23 annual pre-Grammy galas, and I actually sponsored the one, uh, 1998, at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. And James Brown, the Godfather Soul, came on, and he he paid for the trophies, but I paid for everything else. And it's been a long journey and as Vani used to always say a labor of love and labor I think that as long, as long as you do what you love it's not work and and I just love music I love every form of music and in a way that's sort of been a setback for me because I never have made up my mind which one is the the one but I keep bouncing back and forth between jazz and and opera country pop you name it rock I just love music, you know. So February we'll see. We'll uh, see what we're gonna. We'll see what we're gonna serve them January 25th. And also, Eric, I'm looking forward to uh, joining you at the NAM event in Anaheim. And I hope you can tell them something about that while you're on the air. Oh yeah, we we're right next to. Don't forget that. We're, we're, well, as far as the NAM goes, we're right next to like the Verizon and the real big, uh, you know, uh, huge, huge booths are like 100,000 square feet, and we got our, our own situation with a partner uh, over there. So, you know, if anybody's going to be at NAM, make sure you stop by and just, um, you know, message me on Facebook or whatever, and and we'll we'll bring you in live. We'll be doing some on-air broadcasts and stuff over there, and and uh, we actually have a lot of big interviews set up with some of the bigger music stars that are over there, and and I'll allow Carmelita, I will allow that. That free plug for Hollywood Weekly there. I love how you product placed in, in there for Hollywood <laughs> Weekly. Uh, but to the, because the, you know they, it was awesome that they put my dad on the cover of the magazine, and and uh, they're even talking about now putting my girl, uh, putting Dr. Dante Sears, and maybe even myself as a power couple or just her, you know, on, on the on the next cover. And so they've been really supportive. We appreciate Hollywood Weekly. And Make sure, Eric, 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 remember who wrote the article. Make sure if you're going to do that. Oh, yeah. No, well, actually, actually, Carmelita, I'm going to give you all all the credit. I mean, <laughs> give you guys a little, little of the backstory of how we got a relationship. And, and by the way, you guys make sure that you get my book. It's releasing in March at the Best You Expo. And it's going to be a, a fantastic book telling you the stories of how we've gotten involved with all these major influential people, but not just how we got involved with them, how we turned that relationship into relationship equity, meeting them, yeah. getting their cell phone number. We never, we never do the office thing. We don't go do office numbers. We don't do the typical routines. I get people's cell phone numbers, and I stick with them on text. You know, and, and, and most of these relationships, which are, which are in the thousands now, of some of the most influential people that are really making some great things happen, you know, have turned into relationship equity, and we're making money with every one of our partners and every one of our, our influencers, Hollywood Weekly being one of them. Um, but basically, um, you know, I, I really like the feedback on this uh, podcast party thing, and we want to just give everybody a voice and everybody the opportunity to, um, you know, to be able to monetize, basically build an audience, keep an audience, teach them how to keep an audience. That's tough, and then monetize an audience. You know, and, and actually, if I if I may, since since we're since we're in the plugging mode and and, and promoting now, um, I'd like to actually plug one of our new clients, um, uh, which actually recently just got her first sponsor within one day of signing a contract with us. 
and her name is Natalie Chaplin, Chap Chaplin, and she's a uh, image consultant and doing so many other things. She has a book, and she, we we convinced her to do a show. She signed a contract with us. She committed six thousand dollars for the year. She made her money back. She doubled her money on a contract basis, a thousand dollars a month for twelve months. That's what twelve hundred twelve thousand dollars within one day of phone calls. And she did one post. And she had over, uh, it was like a hundred something comments of people saying she, they wanted to be on her show. And so the second That's she mentioned that she was going to have her own show on Roku, Apple, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, she made a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of things happen and, and she got her first sponsor. So congratulations to her on that. And it just goes to show if anybody wants to monetize. And, and now she's, I mean, think about this. She's actually going to be monetizing in her sleep, not doing anything. It's our job to keep the commercials running. And as long as we're, yeah. we're keeping, keeping those commercials running, she makes her $1,000 every month. And that's just Same. doing – I told her, I said, I said, when you first start with us, we're going to put floaties on you. Don't worry. We're going to toss you in the water, but we'll make sure you got floaties on. We won't, you won't drown. And, and we did. And she's, she's like, you know what? I, I'm, getting, I'm getting comfortable now, and I'll take my floaties off. I'm going to learn to swim. And she is. And she's actually got it's, you know, a lot of people. I'm, I'm, I'm beyond – flabbergasted but we showed her a way out of how to take her own audience that she already has built through facebook linkedin twitter whatever it might be instagram and actually give them a gift give them a benefit and make money at the same time make it a win-win and so i just wanted to do yeah. that that little plug um, you call and is there anybody R-O-I. else i'm sorry dad what that's what you call roi good roi return on investment <laughs> yeah yes yeah is there anybody else that hasn't Podcast partied with us yet? I want to make sure anybody, everybody got the chance to 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 everybody say the new resolution on. and talk talking there. Okay, cool. Um, and and I know Anita Noah. Anita is Anita there? Oh, Anita. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Anita. Well, you're so I humble. Oh, sorry, Anita. So Anita, no. okay, well, we have we have, a, we have a short amount of airtime, but Anita, go ahead real quick. Tell us your New Year's resolution. Tell us your New yeah. Year, New Year's resolution, Anita. So, so I have two short, sweet ones. One is stepping out of my comfort zone, doing something that I normally wouldn't do to expand and grow, taking an opportunity that normally I might not, but um, venturing out and kind of spreading my wings on that aspect. And the other one is um, bringing God's love down here and expanding it on a global platform um, because I feel as being a spiritual life coach, Everyone deserves to feel what all love is. So creating an all love movement where all are deserving of feeling, experiencing love. So those are my two things. Um, so I'm just sending that out to, to the universe and to God, and may it come back. And yeah, grace, grace and gratitude on both of those. So those are my two <laughs> awesome. Well, th- thank you for keeping it short. Those are great resolutions. And and Noah's That's been texting great. me like crazy. Please let me say one more thing. Okay, Noah, you you literally got a minute, dude. We're, we're about to get cut off. We only have so much air time. Go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, my uh, second part of my New Year's resolution was to help uh, uh, put together, or at least uh, lead the way to starting the newest version of, of Easyway News. Just pretty much calling it the the Easyway News Division. Something where we extend the opportunity to others in other states and other areas to build their own news for themselves, utilizing our platform. We'd, we'd have their news uh, for their local area powered by the easy way. There's my short bit. Enjoy. <laughs> so we want, we want to thank uh, Carmelita and Sophia, and Eric and uh, Angelique and Noah and Tiffany for all their input. Uh, and, and this has been very informative and we want to thank, 
all of you that are listening. And, uh, you know, we want you to share your New Year's resolution. So let's get motivated, uh, keep learning, keep healthy, think positive, and most important, keep your faith strong and consistent into the new year into 2020. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Aretha Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.